everybody and welcome to the Fort Smith Running Podcast, episode 66, I think. 66 or 67. <laughs> I knew I was going to forget that one day, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Just shows how prepared I am. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. No, um, listeners, if you're, if you're here for the first time uh, tuning in for the show, um, thank you for joining. You know, we, we're a podcast. We talk about running locally in Portsmouth. We interview athletes, uh, runners, um, people who are involved in the running industry of some kind. And we tend to try and keep it as local as possible. So all of our guests have some kind of connection to to Portsmouth and the surrounding areas. And and this week's no different. We've got um, a special guest on, Eric de Grief. A lot of runners will know Eric. Uh, he runs with Baffins and is very prominent in the running and cycling community here in Portsmouth. So it was lovely to chat with him. But before we do that, as always, Dave, we're going to catch up, aren't we? How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Um, yes. Well, yeah, I say I'm all right. Generally, things pretty going pretty well. But I'm at that point now um, where I'm just knackered. <laughs> totally knackered. <laughs> Pre-race. Oh. Pre-race. Well, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of different um, elements put together. Okay, so obviously there's the running side of things so friday tends to be the day off saturday long run sunday long run and then four days in the week <clears throat> yep um put baby in the mix that's an additional um stressor on the mornings and the evenings <laughs> <laughs> and Absolutely. then put full-time job in the mix with commute each way and um i you know i just don't see where the lions are coming from and to do everything that i want to do and that i am obliged to do it's like early starts man and it's uh, and you know do you ever get that where you think i just need a lion i need to just stay in bed until midday or something like that but hetty says no heather says no work says no running says no everything says no so (laughs) I'm just in this kind of like um, never ending 30 day cycle where I get money and then give it away because of bills and stuff like that, as well as now being totally knackered and never getting a lying. So I'm, bo- I'm broke and tired, I think is pretty much like the message. <laughs> yeah. So, so it literally sounds like life is just taking, taking, taking and nothing's, nothing's yeah. kind, of, kind of being given back, man. That's that's the way I'm making it feel, but uh, making it sound. But my my life is good, man. I'm not. <laughs> I I am being a bit dramatic, and I might be catastrophizing a little bit. But life well, is I good. Life is I good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Dave. I don't know if you're like. I don't know if you are over dramatizing it really, because you know. I think having having a young baby in the house probably is probably like doing the running you're doing all over again and more. So it's like yeah. It's like you know, if you were to convert it into a run, it probably counts as like ten runs during the week. I mean, it's yeah. and 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 like you say, you know, jobs and travel and everything like that. It's it is nightmarish, yeah. and you know, it I think. Is, but, but like, do you know, life is for living, isn't it? And I, I oh, firmly yeah. believe that you know, you, if you want to do stuff, then you've got to make time and you've got to commit to it. And as um, our friend in the last podcast said, what's his name? Wayne, Jimmy Wayne, or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> Jimmy Wayne, <laughs> Mr. Grinter. <laughs> Mr. Grinter. No, the other guy, the Irish guy. Oh, oh yes, oh, Ricky. Ricky. Of course. Ricky, of course. <laughs> right, okay. So he, you know, he, you have to do what he says. You have to keep on turning up. And at yeah. times you don't want to turn up. So then you have to be goggins about it, don't you? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Despite the fact that you've not had, um, you know, you're you're getting on barely, you're getting by on enough sleep, but it's not ample sleep. Yeah. Um, it's an adequate amount of sleep. <laughs> you I know, it that. could be more generous, but you know, at times, you know, life is stressful and uh, work can be stressful, baby can be stressful, but you have to keep on turning up because if you want to do things in life, if I firmly believe if you want to do things in life, you have to keep on turning up, don't you? And you have to keep on performing and you have to put the effort in. Exactly um, right. And, and, and that's that's why I love what he says. Keep showing up because, yeah, yeah, like you said, I, I love how you put that, dude, because sometimes you can you can run if, if you if you've got a group run going at a lovely time of day when you're feeling good. It's a pleasure, isn't it? You just go out of the door. You, you go for a run. You have a coffee afterwards or a drink when it's sunny. It all feels nice. But then there are times and I love how you put that where you have to get goggins about it and you just literally have to kick your own ass out of the door. You have you to. Do. You do. And you just think that I, I have to get this done because if I want to be on the start line or if I want to achieve my goals, then I have to do this. Yep. Um, yep. And, you know, like uh, it, it goes back to only being running, but, you know, running is it is what it is to, to each of us kind of individually, isn't it? It's the, yeah. the means, whatever meaning we get out of it or we put into it. It's, a, it's, um, it's important, isn't it? It's important to all yeah. of us. It's important to kind of go out and do those activities. It makes us feel good. It's, it becomes part of our identities. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of the listeners will, will relate to that. It's, you know, without it, it's like not eating for the day. Yeah. Literally, it's like there's that. A lot, there's a lot of attached things attached to running that become big life things and big bucket list things. And for some people, it can be like going to the London Marathon. Yeah. For Alex Murphy, it's going to do the Tour de Gion. Um, you know, for other people, it's going to go do, do Spartathlon. And these are kind of like big highlight moments in people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you want to achieve these like big highlight moments, if you want to be like get that inspiration and feel what it feels like on that finish line straight, you, you have to do these things. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, what I'm trying to say is that it's, you know, committing to all that I want to do is becoming incredibly tiring. Yeah, um, yeah, there's too much. It sounds like there's too much of it. Do Listen, what do you do? Like, I, I know you like to relax after an event's over. So you, I think you're really good at kind of spending a week or two not doing too much running. Are you, yeah. are you planning to do that after the tunnel? I will do, man. That's my favourite part of running, isn't it yours? <laughs> I know no, you're well, no. well quick in getting back, aren't you? I just, I like a day off and then I've got to get back. I just, I, I can't not get back. I just, I just can't do it. Yeah. I miss it. I, I really do. I'm, I'm tired, obviously, but I, I just miss being, I just miss that breath of fresh air. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Just yeah. might I be think, a little bit um, like, like a, think, like no, a like, running version of crack addicts, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you're an addict, yeah. Yeah. So, but I think like when you're doing that kind of base mileage phase, you know, when you're doing the kind of um, those few months where you're just kind of maintaining your fitness, it's quite easy to fit in, isn't it? But I think oh, when yeah. you start to get closer to races and stuff and the mileage starts to creep up um i noticed it when i when i was working from home and didn't have the commute and the baby is that you just get incredibly tired and you can't eat enough food either it just goes in <laughs> you can't get full up it's yeah. yeah i know that's true actually um eric and i speak about this on the on the recording later which whichever one will hear and he has this kind of love-hate relationship with the marathon because um nutritionally and the way his body expels liquid when he runs like he sweats he sweats profusely i think he finds it difficult to to eat and get the food in and stuff so right. uh, okay. 
yeah, similar to that. It's just uh, yeah, trying to feed yourself while all so, the training's going on. Uh, I've I've not heard that that interview yet, but I've got our, our friend Stuart, who was also the international branch of the Ports and Fronting podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, one he, he's, <laughs> <coughs> excuse me he was uh he's he's quite a sweater and he he has trouble getting the food in so anything that starts getting too long mileage wise he starts to really suffer from it yeah so did, didn't it's quite a similar situation yeah it could it could be it could be because you know I, I always swear that it's the different and i know i don't feed myself a lot of the time during my runs properly and i always feel like crap afterwards but when you eat well and drink well during a training, like a, like a 20 mile training run, you feel so different afterwards. It's worlds yeah. apart. It makes it makes an awful training run at the end turn into like a, oh, that wasn't too bad. It's, yeah, uh, it's very the, different. The feed, you're feeding your muscles keeps them like strong as you run, doesn't it? It keeps that engine burning. Yeah, so, um, absolutely. I, I had, uh, went to the shop earlier this morning because I was doing my three and a half hours up and down a half mile bit of road which Lovely. absolutely kicked my ass this one it was just hard this morning like mm. yesterday was hsb pints vindaloo <laughs> and then a bad night's sleep <laughs> your, your typical carb loading <laughs> yeah man it doesn't make for a good decent run the next day when you've like every five minutes you think you're gonna crap yourself and you've got a bit of a hangover and you've not slept well but um, yeah. I was thinking about you when I went to the shop because they, they don't do gels, obviously, but they had loads of Mentos. Oh, yeah. And um, do you know what? Like it took me in a mile. You can eat a packet of Mentos just by popping them into your mouth as you go. Oh, dude, easy. Just, easy. Oh, it was so easy. I'm going to I'm definitely doing that in the future for races and stuff because you can just kind of hold the tube and just. And it, they're quite enjoyable. They're sweet and they're nice, aren't they? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I think I, I had a. I can't remember how many packets I ate at the at the um at the track hundred, but I had a yeah, at least a, at least a packet or packet and a half. They were good. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were I, really good. I did three packets this morning. Three. Yeah, wow. well, only like the tubes. Have you been to the toilet yet? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if they're relaxative or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet they will be. It's probably got, I think it's phenylalanine or something like that, isn't it? That uh, That's in Haribo and stuff like that. Like one too many Haribo and you will be anchored to the toilet for the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't yet, uh, I haven't yet found a story um, like uh, a colleague of mine who um, who overdosed on prune juice once because he was Oof. a little bit constipated and yeah, didn't come into work for a, for a couple of days after that. Yeah. But that would be interesting on a race. <laughs> see if we can do the prune the prune juice hundred yeah i did i did a similar thing in um in uh gibraltar um we got invited to this like sun trap in um like on this guy's balcony and you could see over over to spain over the over the water and um did what everyone does in gibraltar started getting drunk um had lots of barbecue and then then they brought out these green gauges that came from the tree that (laughs) overhung their balcony and I was like okay. oh these are nice I had no idea they were one of the most like <laughs> a real serious laxative oh my and god the next day I honestly man I thought my I thought the world was going to fall out of my ass like, <laughs> most of the day <laughs> the Gibraltar sewage system goes on overdrive yeah <laughs> <laughs> Mate, the, the place stinks of sewage at the best of times oh lovely <laughs> Oh, dude. Did you, did, you, did you, when you were in Gibraltar, did you manage to, to take a trip up the rock? Yeah, I did several times. Yeah. Ah, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's, what's, it, what's it like? Because it looks like it just looks like a, a like a, a to, like a large toilet tube of, of rock just like stood there. Yeah, it's, it's, just, cool. uh, it's just a, a big rock, really, with loads of monkeys on it and alcoholics. I think it was <laughs> <laughs> Billy Connolly, I think it was said that Gibraltar is just a bunch of alcoholics clinging to a rock or something. <laughs> uh, and it's quite true. But I, I did a few runs like you can. It's not a very it's not a long run to the top of the rock and you can go up the roads and then there's a trail bit. Okay. Um, but you just have to be constant, confident in dealing with monkeys if you see them. So, yeah. Yeah, not probably dealing with the wildlife. I'm scared enough of cows. Um, dude, <laughs> I wanted to uh, I wanted to discuss with you because the last time we got together for a run, uh, a weekend long run, was mid, or actually it was the start of the Portsmouth Coastal Half Marathon. It was, yeah, a couple of weeks back. Yeah, it was good fun actually. I, I really enjoyed kind of seeing everyone go out, and then we obviously went went off for our run along the seafront. I don't know why we just didn't do it, Dave. <laughs> we should have just done it. Oh, no, we should. <laughs> We should have done really ridiculous, ridiculous. We're we're terrible, we're terrible. But um, there were some good results there. I wanted to, I wanted to just kind of let everyone know the top three uh, female and male finishers, if that was all right. Um, female finishers, first place Jen Granger, and I think that was about a one hour twenty two time. Um, Claire Cager came second, and Victoria Ayres came third. And in the men's, it was Ross Partridge. Uh, first, Tristan Murdoch following soon behind him, and then Tom Scales in third place. So right, we did get to wow. see a few of those those front runners come through. Because you you rang me to tell me to tell Ross how much of a lead he had in front of Tristan. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was up near the toilets and he he said, oh, "Am I clear?" And I oh thought, really? Oh. Ah, okay. <laughs> and then the guy must have been about a minute behind him, so I thought, "Oh yeah, he's got this in the bag." Because Ross was looking really really strong, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, wow. He didn't say much. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I did. I did about 200 meters of running with um, with Tristan, who was in second place. Because I, I know Tristan um, from. Uh, he, in fact, he lives just down the road from me, and uh, obviously the Portsmouth Outdoor Fitness uh, yeah. creator. He's he's a good guy, and I ran with him 200 meters, and I thought, I thought, well, you know, this is the last thing you want at the end of a half marathon is some twat who's fresh running behind you going, come on, come on. There's only a little bit left to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, so I just kind of like left him alone in the end, but you know, he said, he said it was nice to, uh, to get a bit of, oh. bit of energy going at the end. So yeah. but that was good. Yeah. I think, uh, I think next year I might, I might do that race because it's on the doorstep again and it's nice. to yeah, I'll, I'll join you on that then. I've only ever done one half marathon and it went really well. So I loved it. There we go. It's good, Maybe it's, your it's distance. a good distance. It is a good distance, isn't it? Because it's sort of like it, it's an intense, um, an intense like pace, but you still get that long run itch scratched from it. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a very long kind of tempo run, isn't it? It's like yeah, kind of thresh, threshold threshold running distance. So, um, but enough to hurt for sure. And <laughs> I think I think next on Rob's list, he's got the duathlon uh, run bike run. Uh, series kicking off i think it's the first race in in that series and that's on the 26th of february so i'll hopefully be going down to watch and film hopefully with uh i'll try and get some footage with my my new toy dave my new drone oh you um, got it did you i have got it yeah yeah oh, so, so yeah so i went along to a to a supplier a uk supplier of the the dji drones and yeah right. picked pick one up now so That'll give me a chance to kind of see see the thing in action, and then they've got the the, the patron you know the, the patron saints uh, saints series yeah. that Rob does yeah they've got the second race of that on the first of March and I think you can pick between like a five k or a ten k in that race. 
Yeah. So so it should be good. So yeah, hopefully get down there and uh, do do some more cheering. And uh, have you been down the seafront recently with the the opening of the path? I haven't. I've not been. I've not been down to see it yet. How is it? Dude, room for a treat. It's. I, I keep telling people it's amazing how excited I can get just over one yeah. small little bit of pathway. It's just. It's yeah. insane. I mean, it's just a flipping. It's a piece of. It's a piece of paving. But you know. You know what it's like when you're out for a run and you try a new path or you try a different path. It's. It's exciting. And yeah. Mm. Now that it's open, just go straight through past the castle, and uh, not past the castle, past the square tower and through to old Portsmouth. So yeah, it's it's quite nice. They've they've done it's quite plain. I would say like the area they haven't done they haven't done like they haven't, not, not very creative with it. It's just like a plain plain mm. benches, plain pathway, but it is very wide. So you mm. can get a lot of people down there. And they've still got the old bridge, you know, the bridge that kind of crosses over the water. Yeah. Um and what they've done as well, like because we last week we went for a run through there with Jason and, and and Gianni tagged on as well. And Gianni pointed out that the the long benches that they've got that people can sit on have got these tiny little metal nodules in the front of them to stop skateboarders rail sliding. Oh what? <laughs> I know fair. it's like I know it seems it does seem a little bit yeah it does seem a little bit strange. I'm not I'm not sure on that one myself. I'm like yeah I can see like keep it nice and you know you don't want somebody sitting on a bench and then a skateboarder coming on and rail sliding. But I don't know. There seems to be a bit not in yeah. the spirit of outdoor. I don't know. What do you yeah, think? it's a little bit like when people put spikes on top of their wall so pigeons can't shit on it. I mean, it's just out of order. They've got to go somewhere. Yeah, they? exactly. They just, you just, it doesn't stop pigeons from crapping. They just, just move no. the problem. <laughs> Man, oh, so so they, they've not gone gone with like gothic architect, architecture and gargoyles and devil statues on the seafront then. It's a lot more tasteful than that. It's a lot more tasteful. It's a very, it's, it's like it's like walking into a house when you've got magnolia walls. It's it's oh. it's plain. It's pretty plain, but it looks it looks good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna diss it in any way. It's no, it's, a, it's cool. a nice pathway, but I don't know. Maybe they're planning in the future to put a couple of like I don't know sculptures on there or let the artists mm. go a little bit wild on there. I don't know. There's there's room for that, so we'll see. <laughs> but it is good. How's how's Clanfield? It's uh it's Clanfieldy. I guess <laughs> it's it's started to warm up now, and I noticed that some dandelion um, dandelions daffodils out, so it feels like the spring is coming. So oh, I just can't wait to get rid of winter. It's the it's now leaving work. It's it's light when I leave work, but those dark nights of you know you don't see a lot of daylight at all when you're mm. inside a hospital all day. Do you know it's just not good so a little bit of sunshine will be lovely very welcome good we'll get used to the dark dave because your next race is in the dark yeah. literally <laughs> it is actually that i must i must say it's been really helpful to get the head torch out and run most of my miles at night time because it's it's all uh mental training as well isn't it so yeah. you know like who knows how the race will go but i've Although I'm knackered, I've enjoyed training for it. It's been different. So, and and for those who don't know, Dave's going to race the tunnel, which is that race that appeared on the BBC uh, news website a few months ago. Got a lot of, a lot of really a lot of popularity. I think I think Mark got a lot of emails and messages about that race. But yeah, Dave's going off to do 200 miles in a tunnel, and hopefully, you're going to represent uh, the, the Portsmouth Running Podcast better than I did when I when I dipped out at like. 65 or wherever it was you did 65 <laughs> did you yeah 65 oh. or 70 because you because i couldn't measure it exactly i was i was measuring a mile 
I was going to ask you that. Did you use a watch? So um, I, I I don't know whether to take a watch with me or just count the laps. <laughs> I think take. I don't know. Actually, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, you just you're probably just going to have to. Yeah, just count the laps and then just see what see what's on the results. Yeah, I might have to use a stopwatch then and like sort of time breaks and time walking breaks and stuff like that. Just try and get in some kind of routine. Just remember at the end, I think it does it does work out to be more than 200 miles. I think you're going to be doing, <laughs> was it two, two, uh, it two, somebody said 211 or something or two something like that. I, don't, I can't remember. Oh, bloody hell. Because it's, <laughs> it's, like going, it's like going around the track, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Karen and Mark were like, like it doesn't matter what your watch says you are doing that many laps and it turned it turned out for me to be 203 and a half sorry 103 and a half so miles in the end so yeah you're gonna get i think it might be a little bit more mileage then but just just focus on those on those laps dave just count them have, have, you, yeah. have you got a strategy for that are you going to be counting them or you, do, you just don't care i don't know yet um i'm trying not to give it too much thought okay at the moment uh just uh going for a run getting into a routine lots of walking breaks lots of food that's that's the plan um <clears throat> if i can do that then i'll just i'll put i'll end up obsessing about laps to go and stuff like that just naturally so uh, you know okay mm. well let's not talk about it anymore then dave let's see how you get on this is a special one dude you need you need to be going in there in the right in the right headspace and stuff so i completely understand how you're kind of getting yourself ready for that so so no problem at all but on on that note i think maybe we should probably probably leave it there I, i've got um just so you know i don't know whether you whether i told you but i've got the chichester corporate challenge coming up oh awesome yeah, that's I mean, quite a short one for you, isn't it? It's a very short one. It's it's just less than 5K around Chichester City Centre. So um, Chris Scott, um, who's one of the one of the runners with Portsmouth Athletics, I think he's with Portsmouth Athletics. He might be a triathlete. Um, if he's listening, I'm sorry, Chris. Um, he's let me join join the the Oddballs team, one of the Oddballs teams. So oh, cool. going, going to race with them, and yeah, looking forward to just doing something something different and a, and a midweek race as well which is quite nice so that's crazy a midweek race i don't think i've ever done one of those yeah it's a midweek <laughs> mid, it's a midweek evening um and yeah. like i did it a few years ago with i with a with an ibm corporate team and it is brutally quick there's a lot of fast runners there and i remember i remember seeing a, a couple of people throwing up during, during <laughs> that one. So it's like uh, i'm a little bit Excellent. scared about it we'll see what we can do anyway dave listen have a lovely right. lovely evening i hope Hetty and uh heather are well please give them a big, a big kiss and a cuddle and I, I really want to catch up with you soon i know we haven't seen each other for a for a couple yeah. of weeks so good to see you awesome take Dude, you thanks a lot take care all the best and we're over to eric's interview hello eric de Kreef, and welcome to the portsmouth running podcast we finally get to make this this recording happen i know we were meant to uh, a few a few well probably like a month ago now or maybe a month and a half ago my fault for for rescheduling but thank you for taking the time to finally come on the show and i'm sure everyone's excited to to hear from you and find find out all about your running but first of all how are you keeping um, very well, thanks, and I'm honoured to be on the show, Dan. I've, lost, I've listened to a lot of episodes, um, and yeah, it, it's it's an absolute honour to to be one of the uh, runners in Portsmouth to to be chosen to be on the show. And yeah, I've I've been keeping really well. Um, it's uh, one of my targets for this year. My running targets is my, my main target is to stay injury free, 
and everything okay. else is a bonus. So oh, good luck uh, with if that. you want to run a fast path run or something, um, as long as it's injury free, uh, that, that's the main thing. <laughs> well, I'm pleased that you're honoured to to be on the show. And yeah, inj- being injury free, Eric. That's uh, I think that's ev- that's all of our goals at the moment, which are I'm failing miserably at. I don't know about I don't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, so so listen, I was, I was going to ask you first, how's how's your day been, and um and also have you have you been out running today? Um, I've not been running today, but I did attend a um, arms, leg, bum and tom class at the university gym, which I do most Thursdays now. Ah. Um, so, yeah, that was a nice sort of uh, interruption. I do that at my lunchtime on, the, on Thursdays. Uh, I work at the university. I joined the gym as soon as the new Revelin Center opened. And um, it's like uh, it's, it's my equivalent of Crazy Caves. Do you remember Crazy Caves, the, uh, oh, yes. the indoor playground? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember many mornings being spent in crazy caves trying to find yeah. the kids in all those ball pits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's the Revelin Center, by the way? Because I've, you know, funny enough, I've only just recently joined the gym myself and I'm I'm over at the pyramids now. Um, yeah. But yeah, but h- how is it? Is it good? It's, it's, well, I've only got a swim and class membership because I'm, I'm not a gym person. When I go to the gym, I, I just walk in there no not a clue what I'm going to do. I need someone to tell me what to do or swimming is just going up and down. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the the pool is fantastic. It's got lovely snazzy little showers, so you can uh, just by pressing the buttons on the wall, you can make them warmer, colder. Um, they've got a sauna and steam room. It's brilliant. Uh, generally, lane etiquette is is really good. Good availability, and okay. and the classes are fantastic as well. I um I, I don't know about yourself, but when I when I go on my runs, I don't have the discipline to spend another ten minutes stretching. Yeah. So. What I tend to do is I tend to do one or two like Pilates or yoga kind of classes a week, and that sorts me out. That sorts me out. So yeah. Ah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, like I guess similar-ish. Like I I tend to use it. Like I've started using the gym and the, and the machines, and I haven't yet been brave enough to use the free weights. Um, apart from yeah. from Jason Skiro, who kindly uh, took me for a session uh, around the gym the other week. But yeah, I um I have been doing some classes actually. I've uh, been introduced to what i'm calling body murder it's body, body murder pump. body <laughs> pump <laughs> okay yeah yeah it, I've, I've done a few body pump classes i really like them yeah yeah it's it, it's horrific and you know what like you know my, myself i do a lot of running and I, and I kind of you know you class yourself as fit because you're you kind of you stay in the running like i'm, I'm just entirely do running i don't cycle i don't yeah. do anything else i just yeah. run um, and you know, like you think, okay, I've, I've built up a little bit of skill here. I can run well. I can, I can, I, you know, I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm quick. I'm, I know where I want to be, like with my running, and I'm, and I'm good at it. And then you go into a class, thinking, okay, I've got this fitness behind me. I should be okay. Not the case. Not, not with body pump. Oh my it's goodness. It's completely different, isn't it? Wow. I was, I was. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm quite um, exaggerated in the way I talk sometimes, but I was horrified at how weak I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was quite frightening. You, you focus when you run you really focus on your legs and um uh and and i think these these classes help you i think to just balance your whole body it's yes. a uh yeah then I, that, that's what i really enjoy about it this morning uh we did um as i did uh, arms leg bums and thumbs and you do like uh, um i tend to take it easy on the weights when when i do squats etc because otherwise I'll, I'll still be stiff on saturday morning when i do park run got it um but on the um, on on the upper body exercises, I, um, I I tend to challenge myself a little bit more on the weights. And uh, but it's it, it's brilliant. I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, the classes are great. Like I love the kind of whole instructor lead thing. And and like you say, you don't have to worry about what you're doing. Somebody tells you what to do. Um, yeah. 
and and if you're if you're picking particular classes like pilates i guess then like you say you get your stretching for the weekend as well which is great so yeah, yeah. brilliant i'm glad you're enjoying it sounds good so so listen i've wanted to get you on the show for for such a long time uh for a multiple number of reasons i think but but for starters is um you know i've got some fond memories of of you and i kind of volunteering at parkrun with with the rest UD of the team parkrun. yeah 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 lots of good memories from there man it was so good like you've obviously got like good memories from back then as well I, I really enjoyed my time there. It's um um I I, I remember that um I and we could, I, you talk you said you wanted to talk about the ice cream bike and I think I got involved <laughs> in the uh with with parkrun because of the ice cream bike because um uh, my wife Vicky and I we we bought one on uh on eBay we had we we got some money for a, for a wedding and she liked the idea of having an ice cream bike and we we saw one on eBay. We bought it to collect it uh, from Essex. First time wow. I drove, I've driven a van, <laughs> and I drove a van to Essex and Essex and back to to pick up the ice cream bike. And um, and then we thought we might as well just start selling some ice ice cream. So I um I, I took it to Junior Park Run, and um, and I felt a bit sort of guilty that I was just just up there making money and not doing anything. So when Denise <laughs> King asked me to uh to be one of the um uh, run directors, I said, well, it's the least I can do really. So um. So yeah, I uh, I came on board and I've I've really enjoyed it. Brilliant. So, so you didn't you didn't ride the ice cream truck back from it from uh, Essex? Uh, I I I did consider it. <laughs> uh, let, let's put it on. I hadn't ruled it out from from uh, when we bought it, but somebody had to drive to fan back. So uh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. You could have sold some ice creams on the way and just like been dishing them out on the way back. They, to they, they would have melted. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, also like you know, obviously there's 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 the fun times at um at Parkrun, and and I do want to ask you a little bit about the ice cream truck in a sec. But but obviously like I, you know I think you, you're one of you seem to be one of those runners in Portsmouth. Um. That everyone knows like you you know you're certainly like a very colorful character you're definitely one of the friendliest runners um in the running community eric um so yeah oh, so it's just you. just just really nice to have you on here and um you know there's lots of other reasons why as well like um keen to talk about south sea striders uh your football training because i know you've done some like you're quite into your football and i think you may have coached as well is that right that's right i um i've uh took over coaching my son's team uh from uh under 12 to under 16s um and that was quite interesting actually because um he the the guy who was running the team uh before i i took over was um he, he split off and his wife and moved to moved to a different part of the country so okay. um they they were without the coach and the boys said they, they'd lost all their games that season by sort of an average of about 10 goals because they were in a really tough league yeah. But they were still queuing up every week to turn up for the games and for training, etc. It didn't bother them at all to uh, that that they that they got beaten every week and they still turned up and tried to play football. So I thought there must be something in playing football together that winning is not that important, mm-hmm. um, and that you just want to be to do to play games with your mates. So um, and I thought, well, if if these boys um, don't get another, can't stay in this team, um, uh, and all the other teams that they they want to join they say oh, you play for that team you're rubbish because kids football is is ridiculously competitive with the uh, people and 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 i think and i'm very much uh in, i've got very much an attitude of, of of being inclusive in sports and um so when i took over it was really on the basis of um i just want everybody who wants to turn up can play football with us and yeah. that's how I started. I did my uh, FA level one coaching qualifications, 
Um, and yeah, and then and initially I, I, I took over with an attitude of, well, somebody's got to do it. But in the end, I got really passionate about it. Mm hmm. And I saw the boys progress, and uh, and every year they uh, <laughs> was really funny. Um, so I, I took over under twelve when they were under twelves, and every year they were like um, all the teams that finished below them thought, well, if we if we lose to me or Milton, we might as well pack it up. So uh, all the teams that finished below us, they um, they stopped playing this the, the following season. So we always started at the lowest ranked league a team from the season before. We never finished bottom. So we always crawled ourselves up in the, uh, in the leagues. But because all the, the weaker teams folded and we, we kept improving, we never really got the recognition of getting promoted or ah. anything. But the boys that, that they've done so well over the years, it's, it's been, uh, yeah, I've, I've had really fond memories of it. Brilliant, brilliant. And you obviously don't do that anymore. No, I've, I've, okay. I did it for five years, uh, and when you get to under 16s, and then the boys finish uh, secondary school, okay. um, uh, they, they they start to get Saturday jobs and that sort of thing, and uh, and plus it gets really uh, really physical and macho and quite aggressive, and uh, and I thought the boys were just too nice to to play under 18s football, so um, yeah, nice. we, we just uh, called it a day then. That's nice. Yeah. That's lo lovely to hear. Lovely to hear that kids kind of still wanted to play yeah. no matter no matter about results yeah. and stuff. That's yeah. great. That's really cool. And, and the other thing is, um, a few years later, because I still I was still involved with me and Milton, I um, I set up um, a, a girls football team. Oh, yeah. How amazing. The, yeah, the club didn't have a girls section. They they said, well, we we'd like to have a girls section. I said, well, you need to start somewhere. So I um, uh, so I said, what we're gonna do then is just just open the doors to to any girl who wants to play football and let give them free training for a few months and if you've got enough in one age group you can uh, form a team and uh, which is what happened so uh the team is still running it's taken over now by a couple of dads um i think there's another one or two girls teams at meal milton so it's uh it's yeah it's, it's doing well amazing eric that's great oh, that's that's brilliant that's, that's something you must be really proud of uh, so yeah. I certainly am, yeah, yeah. 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 Especially to see it more uh, growing so well. And obviously, like, you know, that's become, you know, girls playing football, women playing football has become really popular now, obviously, with the yes. with the England team. And yeah, I think it's yeah. fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah. Um. So, Eric, listen, uh, we've been talking for a little while, and I said that, that most of the runners will know who you are, but there probably might be a few who don't. So, um, over to you. Just a quick intro, you know, your name again, um, and perhaps where that uh, that beautiful accent is from. A little bit about okay. yourself. Yeah, uh, my name is uh, Eric de Grief. Uh, that's what my the people pronounce it. Uh, Eric de Grief. If you pronounce it in Dutch, because I'm from the Netherlands, um, I moved to South Sea in 1998. Um, when I got here, I um, I, I, um, I joined a football team. Um, I was uh, I think I just turned 30, so I thought I'd still uh, play football. So I played football for a few years. Um, then, uh, with having children and getting older and, um, playing on the rubbish, uh, council pitches in Portsmouth, um, I thought football is probably not, not a good thing to do. And when, um, uh, and how I got into running is, um, I think it was 2000 and yeah, I just turned 40. Okay. Um, and, um, um, I'd watched the Great South Run uh, the year before, and I said to my wife, I said, I'd like to do that. And she said, well, you're too too old and too unfit for that. <laughs> and Eric, was, that's uh, so funny. <laughs> and uh, so that was 2008. So I, um, um, and uh, yeah, I, I entered my first Great South Run. And um, 
uh, and there's not a funny story behind it because um, there was earlier that year. Um, don't even know the SD Sports Relief Mile. Um, they okay. they used to, I don't know if they still do it, but um, every other year you have, you have, I think it's Sports Relief and Comic Relief. And when it was Sports Relief, you could do like um, a one mile, a three mile, or a six mile event. And okay. um, um, and they did that at uh, Mount Banter Center at a running track. And um, I said to my son at the time, um, uh, he was he was eight. Yeah. Um, I said, do you want to do the uh, three miles with me, or do you want to do the one mile with uh, with your mum and, uh, and your sister? Because I said, if, if I can do the three mile comfortably, if if I can do it in March or April, I can I can do ten miles in October. Um, but yeah, he wanted to do that um, uh, the three miles with me. Yeah. And um, but he was he was eight, and uh, obviously he'd never run that far before. Uh, it goes way before Junior Park and then everything, and um, and, and so I said I said to the start I said well okay I'm going to stay with him, uh, but at the start he started sprinting. He had no <laughs> idea how far five k was or three miles. So I uh, um, so I was running after him, trying to keep up with him, knowing that neither of us could sustain that pace. It's exactly the same way I race these days, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so how did that end then? Um, it ended well. We 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 sort of uh, he, he walked some bits and then he ran yeah. a bit. And every time he was walking, I was just jogging on the spot. I wanted to keep my legs moving. And then about four length, four laps before the end, he said, "How how many more uh, laps are we gonna do?" And I said, "Why do you need a toilet?" <laughs> I said, "Yes, I do." Oh dear. He needed uh, he needed a pool. Oh no. So I said, "Okay, well you got four laps to go, so you better start running." And he started, and and he he started almost like the uh, started running again with the pace that he started. And uh, so he got through the finish after four lengths, and uh, and his mum and sister were cheering for him. He ignored all that and he just went straight to the toilet. <laughs> he's going to be mortified, Eric, if he listens to this. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he knows about it. He says he, uh, he's after that. He says he's learned two things that you need to uh, don't start too fast and go to the toilet before you before you race. And I think that uh, we all know that. Oh yes, oh yes. There's going to be a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of people smiling right now with with some very disgusting memories in mind. <laughs> Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, yeah. brilliant, brilliant. So, so listen, Eric, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna try something here. Okay, um, you're gonna have to bear with me and see yep. if you can understand it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ek ek kan abiki Afrikaans praten verstaan, en ek denk de soort gelijk aan Nederlands. Um. Yeah, that sounds like uh, you 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 speak and you understand a bit of uh, Afrikaans and it's similar to Dutch. But yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. I feel yeah. like I've, I feel like I've just won a, yeah. won a race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You, you speak Afrikaans then? Yeah. Yeah. Becky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, I was, I was schooled in uh, in Johannesburg in South Africa, so uh, we did um, we did two we, well we did three languages. We did uh, English as the as yep. kind of and Afrika and Afrikaans as the two main languages. Mm -hmm. um, I was terrible at Afrikaans because. You know, I was originally yeah. originally born in the UK, so I so I, you know I was only over there when I was some um, six or seven years old. Oh, so, okay. I, so, yeah. so I already missed that kind of in, there's a, that initial grounding in Afrikaans. But we also did um, Zulu as oh, okay. as yeah. one of the languages Fantastic. as well. Which, yeah, and obviously now I think there's a there's there's over twenty official languages in South Africa. Yeah. Um, and Zulu is, is is one of the the bigger kind of spoken, I guess, tribal languages. So yeah. Yeah. so we did that in school. It was um Zulu was interesting because. Uh, and I don't know what languages you did at school. Like, you, you, were, you, were you just Dutch and English? Uh, Dutch, English, um, 
uh, French and German, and I did Latin. And um, and when I was at university, I did a six months placement in Tanzania, so I learned to speak a bit of Swahili as well. Ah, okay. So, okay, interesting. Okay, so you're yeah. So you know the like the, the, the kind of African languages are are beautiful. I love it when when yeah, when you can actually speak in dialogue. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I would have preferred to actually do do one of the one of like I would have liked to have carried on with Zulu, but uh, I'm wasn't that good with languages. But yeah, so uh, so yeah, speak a little bit of Afrikaans. Um, but yeah, w w when did you move over to the UK then? Nineteen ninety eight. Okay, okay, so that's three years yeah, before. Twenty five years now, yeah, yeah. Okay, wow, amazing. Yeah. So, um, any good? Uh, I know you said you 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 didn't run until you were forty, but uh, did you do any running like in the Netherlands when you were there? Is there is there any good good running over there? Yeah. Um. The um. Every time there was um, I've done a couple of events, uh, relays and things. There was a there's this quite a, an interesting. I don't know if they still do it in the um in the east of the Netherlands. They they do a um, they used to do a relay for 25 runners that went from I think from Nijmegen, which is on the um uh, from Nijmegen to Enschede, and they're, they're both sort of university cities on the east, uh, close to the German border. Okay. And uh, the course goes part part through Germany. Oh. Uh, um, and there was all definitely all way, uh, way before the internet, um, and and the way it was organised, every team of twenty five had a um, they they drove around in a couple of vans and they had a couple of bikes. So every every runner had somebody escorting them with their, on the bike. Okay. Um, so I I ended up doing a um uh a slot in the middle of the night somewhere in the, in Germany about twelve k or something in the. Uh, and and yeah, and then you you get dropped by uh, by one fan, and then uh, when when the person the the, the previous one when, when they turn up, then uh, you start running. Oh, okay. um, somebody uh, cycling alongside you with a bottle of water and trying to uh, keep you going and motivate you. And you get to the end, you get in the uh, in the van, and they take you somewhere where you can uh, can have a shower. And it was uh, it was brilliant. All your support because wow. I, I supported um. I had to cycle alongside another runner as well, mm -hmm. so and that was that was a really good event. So I've, I've done that. Uh, I've done that one. There was also because I went to university in Wageningen, which is also on the it's towards the east of the Netherlands, and there is an annual event, and it's called Berg tot Bergreis. So it's from one hill to the next, and there's about twelve k from one place to the next, and you start in um, in uh, football stadium uh, from Wageningen Football Club, which um, uh, they went uh, they went under probably about twenty years ago or something. But um, the start was in in the stadium, and the finish was on top of the next hill, which is in the in a zoo. Oh, right. so wow. could, uh, and then entrance to the zoo was was part of your uh, your race ticket. So you you'd finished, and you just walk along to the, the the polar bears and the tigers and the penguins and everything. I love that. I, 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 any any race that that starts or goes through or finishes in odd places, I'm all for. I lo I love that. It's yeah. just, it's just it, I don't know why it just makes it quite fun, and I guess having it at the end where you end in a zoo is must be something to look forward to. So yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. And I did also understand Berg to Berg, mountain to mountain. Berg to Berg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is good. <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely it's definitely working here. The Afrikaans is is working with the Dutch. Brilliant. Yeah, it certainly is. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So um, so, so Eric, out of interest, like so, you, so you did those couple of runs and stuff. Uh. What kind of like distances do you do now? Like like what do you what would you say at the moment you like you enjoy doing and, and, and what do you run mostly? 
Um, well, I am um, in, in winter. I do longer distances, and in in summer I do shorter distances. And uh, that there's a practical element of it. I sweat like a pig, and um, okay. when it's too hot, I just uh, they need to carry a lot of water with me if I want to run longer distances. Yeah, you literally need it on a drip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, and then sometimes I, I I sometimes weigh myself before and after I go on a run and and the amount of of of, of fluids that I lose is just just ridiculous. So um, yeah, in uh, this time of year I'm now trying to um, um, uh, get my park run times down. Probably do about 10k or something. Um, okay. That's about it. And then uh, then sort of come sort of uh, September time I start looking at uh, then the Great South Run is on the horizon, Gosport Half Marathon. Yeah, uh, and then in February, hopefully, we've got the the coastal half. So, yeah. um, of course, so of course, sort of my, uh, yeah. And how's the how's the park run times times chasing uh, going for you at the moment? Is it is it all going the right way? Is it are you finding yeah. it difficult? No, it's it's going well at the moment. I think I think because I do a range of of, of um, uh, exercises that I, I I do the classes. Um, I do speed training once a week. Um, we'll talk about later about the South with Southeast Riders. Um, but yeah, I, I find that uh, they start to come down. I've got good sort of uh, stamina from uh, from the winter season, so I can I can sustain uh, the pace a bit longer. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm running in, um, I mean, my park run PB is 22, 24. Okay. And um, uh, the way I'm running at the moment, I think I can get close to 23 minutes if uh, this weekend. So it's uh, only be about half a minute for my PB. So um, hopefully I can uh, I can keep 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 um, shaving a couple of seconds off every every month, and then uh, who knows? At That's the amazing. Uh, tender age of 55, you might run a, run another parkrun PB. That's amazing, Eric. Brilliant. I love that. Like, who cares about numbers here? Eh? Just absolutely. If you well, feel like do. you can do it, if you feel like you can do it, don't be limited by any by any number itself, right? Absolutely. Just how you? It's yeah. all about how you feel. And uh, and if and if you are, for example, going to go and and try attempt a, a, a parkrun PB, for example, do you have people who can pace you? Do you like to be to be paced for those things, or do you do you just do it on your own? Yeah, I, I like to be I like to be paced after some company because last last year. Um, I was running really well, and a friend of mine was going to. I was going to go for a PB, but um, for some reason there was something. I don't know. I, I wasn't running sort of um, fluently. You know the feeling. I felt very laboured, mm-hmm. and it just it just wasn't happening. And and after that, my running got worse and worse, and I picked up some weird injury that just would not go away. And it, it went right. from calf to shin splints and to everything. And uh, um, so. I came within again with about half a minute of my uh, of of a PB, and then uh, I started struggling with injury. So I need to make sure that I'm disciplined and and stop running when uh, when it hurts or rest and then that sort of thing, and and vary my my exercise. But yeah. I think I, again now that the um, uh, I use university sports facilities, I swim regularly two or three times a week. That helps. Good. Um, so good. yeah, I, th- I think um, I've got good hopes that, uh, that I'll be close to close to my PB this summer. Amazing, amazing. That's good. I mean, the five k distance, like to race, is, is always a hard one, isn't it? I mean, it's a, it's not ten k, but it's yeah, if it's five k of hard effort. It's like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes for some people, sixteen minutes for some at, at a hard pace. It's yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I get nervous for it. I, look, I like I train hard week on yeah. week week like. I've been doing it for years nonstop. I haven't even had a rest, yeah. and, but I refuse to race because I get too nervous. 
So yeah. like I had a coach for a little while and he keeps messaging me saying, go and try your, P your park run, baby. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. I don't, yeah, that's I difficult, just, isn't it? it's too nervous. Yeah. I just get too nervous. It, it, it affects my breathing as well sometimes when, when I'm too too uptight about a, a race or a park run or something. And what I do find is that um, a, a good warm-up certainly helps to settle, settle the breathing. Yes, it does. You're 100% right. Because if you just turn up at the line, like you say, you yeah. just as soon as you get going, you know, that, that, little, that little gap between, like, let's take South Sea Park Run, for example, between the start yeah. and the pier or the, yeah. or the start and the beach hut, you know, yeah. people, people will, will relate to this. And, and I'm sure yeah. you will as well. If you're nervous, it takes so much out of you in that first yeah. bit. Yeah. And your, the heart's thumping and, oh, my goodness, I, I don't know whether it's just me, but, like, maybe other people relate to it as well. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I find it difficult, but no, good on yeah. you that it's all going the right yeah. way. Oh, good luck. Well, what I tend to do is um, when I, I mean, it's difficult at South Sea, but um, when I do Great Saltons, have you done Great Saltons Park Run? I, I have, yeah. Yeah, I've done it a yeah. couple of times. It's, um, if, if you want to run a fast time there, I get there early and I, I, I do one lap. I just run, run lap and feel what the conditions are and my breathing, etc. And and then uh, if I get there for half eight, uh, I'd yeah, to take the lap at steady pace, not really race pace, but definitely get the uh, the heart going, and then just hang around, stretch your legs a bit, and chat to people. But at least I know sort of what the conditions are, what to expect, yeah. and I yeah. run an awful lot better when I do that. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. They do say like, yeah, you know, warm ups, you know, just go for a nice, even if it's like another, like a like a separate five k, just go and do five k yeah. nice and easy, like stretch out the legs, do a few strides. So. Yeah. Maybe that's uh, something to take away for me when I when I eventually go for it as well. But yeah, good luck with it. I hope it goes. I hope it goes well. And like I say, if you ever need pacing, just grab me. If you ever want, oh, if you ever you. want somebody to run beside yeah. you, I'd always be happy yeah. to do that. Oh, thanks very much. I'll, I'll definitely take you up on that. Yeah, yeah, no worries at all. Because I'm going to do the same with somebody else. So <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll be grabbing somebody eventually to, to, yeah, to do this. Yeah, I've done same. it a few times. Actually, uh, um, a, a couple of times I was doing a uh, doing Salty Park and I was uh, overtaking and running alongside people that I thought. I know how fast you normally run, and I think you're faster than you, you normally do. So, I, and uh, and then I decided on the day I offered to pace them. Okay. And two occasions actually help people run a PB. Amazing. There you go. That's it. You know, yeah. we all everyone helps each other. That's it. Doesn't matter where you are in the chain. Somewhere, you're, somewhere, someone is. You'll be able to help. So it's yeah. that's brilliant. Absolutely. That's and it's 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 so rewarding to to pace somebody to a PB. It's uh it's it's fantastic. It's yeah. a Great feeling. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um. Quick question for you: Like when, when the when you're not running, when you're not cycling, when you're not watching football, yeah. playing football, or or, do, or doing whatever. Like, are there any other hobbies or, or like ways you pass your time that are kind of not exercise related, or like what do you like reading, um, music? Yeah, I, I mean, I I like food and drink. Um, oh yes, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I I love listening to music. Um, I um like um. Uh, a lot of middle-aged men. I've I've discovered jazz, which which I really enjoy. Oh, okay. Fortunately, uh, my wife doesn't, so we've we've got a record player downstairs, and um, uh, so when I've got the uh the living room to myself, I put on uh put on a jazz album, and uh, and it's it's easy now that the kids have left home. Uh, so yeah, the the um yeah, so I I can and I I use the living room a lot more than than I used to. <laughs> than you um, were able to, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I love listening to to jazz music, world music, African, Latin American music. Yeah, good, brilliant, brilliant. I've I've, I've only recently just got myself a Spotify account, or recently-ish, and been using it. And it's yeah, yeah, same same similar thing. I just search for kind of music that I would never have ever been introduced to. So, yeah. like, but jazz, I, 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 Eric, like I'm I'm with Vicky, I'm with your wife. 
<laughs> I, I can't do jazz. I find it very, very chaotic, very Yeah. um, un unpredictable. I like a, I like a, I like a rhythm and a beat, Yeah. and, and repeating. Whereas like jazz, yeah, it's quite kind Yeah. of funky. But I can see, I can see why why people like it, but I just, yeah, it just doesn't. I don't get Yeah. on with it myself. I, I I like the randomness about it actually. Yeah. Yeah. So Eric, I'm been keen to ask you something that you've you've mentioned. I've mentioned a little bit earlier in the recording, which was uh, South Sea Striders, which maybe some runners haven't heard of, uh, unless people are following you on uh, on social media or or Strava. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like I guess my, my take on it from an outsider is that um, you've got a group of of like-minded people together that I think you've done maybe some previous exercise with, and you've you've started this this kind of regular running group. So I'm I'm keen to. to find out all about it, how it started, like what you guys do and get up to. So, so over to you. So South Okay. Sea Striders. Yeah, uh, South East Triangle started as um, during lockdown. Uh, my friend Matt, um, Matt, Matthew Fleet and I, uh, we, we were doing, we were swimming in the sea every Wednesday morning with, with the wetsuits. Um, Okay. and because that's one of the things you allow, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we, we like to swim in the sea. So we, we did every Wednesday morning, all through the summer. And then in, um, in October, um, I got COVID. Um, I think first I had to self-isolate because uh, Vicky had COVID, or she had to or she had to self-isolate because of a colleague had COVID or something. Um, I wasn't uh, I wasn't allowed to leave the house for about three weeks, Okay. um, and the last week of that I had COVID myself, and I um, I didn't really trust myself to go back into the sea after that with uh, with my lungs etc. I just just didn't didn't trust it so. Um, It got a lot colder. It was uh, from early October. We came late October, um, Yeah. and uh, but I did like the uh, the Wednesday morning meetup. So what we did instead is we just went for a run instead, and we um, Ah, okay. uh, and so Matt and I started uh, to do some, some some speed training. So not just uh, um, um, yeah, just run with some sort of target. They want some sort of structure, and um, and then. Um, One of my other running friends from from Baffins, Laura, she asked she could join us, and then uh, another friend, Fiona, joined us, and in the end, uh, we became bigger and bigger and snowballed into a group of which is about ten people at the moment, Wow. Okay. and uh, and we meet at um, um, at the coffee cup every Wednesday morning at quarter to seven. Okay. Uh, we do uh, normally a little warm up. We either Uh, jog to Canoe Lake, or we stay on the prom, and then we uh, we do speed training for about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and then we jog back to the coffee cup uh, for half seven, uh, have a cup of coffee together, and at eight o'clock we each go our ways and do do our jobs or uh, get on with the day or whatever it is, The boring and stuff. um, yeah. But uh, but it's 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 a lovely atmosphere, lovely group of people, very friendly. Um, we all want to want, want to get better at what we do. We try hard, and we all do at a different pace, etc. But we make sure that when uh, Matt and I take turns in in planning the sessions, and we make sure that it's it's inclusive. We don't leave anybody behind. Okay. So we we like um, Canoe Lake. We we um, we often do laps around Canoe Lake, or we do like intervals, two minute intervals, etc. And we make sure that after those two minutes, when we do a recovery, we the, the ones at the front turn around and uh, jog slowly back, and the ones at the back um, continue in, in the, the way they were going slowly. So we it, it's like a, we regroup, we stay together, and we make sure that we um, 
we exercise together nobody gets left behind and it's uh yeah. and this is a lovely yes yeah, a lovely atmosphere lovely group of people um people race i think the, the most the most competitive thing is who can get the coffees in <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> actually, <laughs> always fight each other. But oh, it's my turn, my turn, my turn. So it's uh, it's it's that's great. And and uh, what's what's nice? Once uh, once every month, every first Wednesday of the month, we do a uh, Cooper test, which is a um, don't know if you've heard of it. It's very popular in the eighties. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a um, it's a test where you run as far as you can for twelve minutes, and we um, and ah. we do that every first, and we do that around Canoe Lakes for twelve minutes, and uh. And I shout and I look at my watch and uh, we've done two, we've done four, we've uh, etc. And then uh, on the watches we 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 keep track of our distances that we that we cover and we compare uh, month by month and um, and then see how we improve and uh, and it's yeah, it's just lovely. That's yeah. nice. That's that's brilliant. And do you know what's funny? Like it's amazing how many running groups always start and end now with coffee, whether it's a yeah. hunter gatherer, Broadway, or the coffee cup. <laughs> Yeah, and it's uh, you've got the um, uh, the one in Hilsey, the Run Walk local. They've got a nice cafe there. That's and, uh, it. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. another example that's uh, yeah. that always ends a coffee. That's that's amazing. Who who so who came up with the name, uh, South Sea Striders? Uh, Matt Matt did it. Yeah, we, we like our. I think most people like the alliterations. So uh, South Sea Striders. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 one it's, it's one of it's one of the beautiful verbal things in life is alliteration. I love it. It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's just it just rolls off the tongue nicely. It's uh, it yeah. sounds good. It makes sense. Uh, I don't know why that is. It must be a human a human thing or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. that's amazing. So so our um because I remember that you I used to see you on the seafront, uh doing like exercises by the wall and on the beach and stuff like that that okay. was before you were running was that was that something that you did with people as well that offered like a little bit of, of strength and core and stuff yeah it's it actually started um again when i when i was uh, coaching my son's football team and me or milton yeah um the boys lacked a bit of um i just just weren't uh they couldn't physically compete with with some of the other teams and they uh not technically not physically either and i thought if i if we do a bit of um a bit Bit of strength a bit of uh strength exercises um then they, they may become a bit more resilient and uh be a bit more competitive in the games um plus um the other thing is is we we don't have uh we didn't have access to flood lit facilities and obviously uh ah. to, to, to play football to train so and, and the prom is free so we um every wednesday we yeah we did some uh we we met at the seafront and we uh, i think we started and ended at the um um at the toilet block at Easney End. Okay. Yeah, um, that's right. I, and... used to, I used to see you there in some evenings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's that's uh, I did that with the uh, with, with the boys for a few years, and then um, uh, I think 2017, 2018, um, a group of wife friends uh, they made a New Year's resolution, and they wanted to drop a dress size. Okay. And I said, well, if you want to do that, if you want to have some exercise in there, I can. I'm happy to do like a a boot camp or something for everybody and we'll just see uh we, we start gently and we'll see how we go um and yeah initially i think we had about five or six people and then the uh, numbers went up and down and up and down um and they in the end they went uh i mean they've done it for a few years and then uh, okay. in the end they, they went down to uh there were only three of us on the, on a monday on a regular basis um and so i said well um i can't be bothered with that anymore uh it's just uh it's just 
not fun when there's only with with when there's so few people. Yeah, so yeah. I um I joined Baffin's Fifth Club and so I ran with ran with them on them on the evening. Okay, are, are you still a member at Baffin's? I'm still a member of Baffin's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So you do yeah. run with the club. Then I was going to ask you that later yeah. on. So you've got a yeah. you've got a, a luminous green green vest. I Baffin's, do. Baffin's yeah, vest. Yeah, yeah. 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 I love yeah. it when you see the Baffin's group out. They're just like so bright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're brilliant. They they really stand out in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Oh, that, that that's amazing. That's good. So, so, so you, I think when you were doing the the exercises with with Vicky's friends, who who were, who you said weren't wanted to drop the dress size, you yeah. did, did. Was that group called the Beach Leg? Was it Bootleg Beach Bums? Uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I never I get it right. I think I think, I think no. I think we, we I think we just called that. Um, uh, I don't even know. I don't think we had the name, but um, because I always uh, used to but, see like some of your Strava posts with that with that title in there. I can never remember which what, what it was called exactly, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's bootleg beach bums. Uh, it. It, it's the name that that, that Vicky came up with, and uh, again, alliterations. Yes. Um, because uh, it's it's boot your booty, your legs, the beach, and your bums, etc. So it's like um, brilliant. Uh, but um, um. Um, when uh, before lockdown, um, I used to do um, go out to Ravelin Park with a few colleagues and did a, did a bit of circuit training. Okay. And obviously, when we went into lockdown, we, we stopped doing that, and uh, we weren't allowed any contact whatsoever, or were very very limited. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I then did is um, I, I started doing uh, exercise classes from my. Um, um, oh no! I, th- I think initially we we did. Um, we either met at lunchtime or we met after work on the, on on a Friday, and then in winter, um, I did it from my uh, from a dining room uh, via Zoom. So I was just sort of uh, yeah, sort of a, a cheap version of Joe Wicks. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a Zoom camp. So yeah. Uh, oh, interesting. Uh, we, we did it on a Friday, and then uh, and then when the weather got better, and um, when we allowed to go out again. Um, mm-hmm. We we uh, started meeting at Castlefield on the Friday after work, yep. and university we finished work at quarter past four. So we um, we meet at Castlefield quarter to five, um, do exercise for an hour, and then sometimes we bring a beer or we go to the pub afterwards. Uh, probably normally one one once every three or four weeks in summer. Yeah. Um, cool. And in winter we uh, we. Um, uh, we still go out, but we go to the um, uh, to the ship outside the D-Day Museum. Yes. So there's a behind the ship. There's a it's shelter. It's light, so we can uh, we use the facilities there. But I think in the in, um, in a few weeks' time, it'll be light again, light enough again to uh, to go back to Castlefield. Brilliant, Castlefield. Yeah, it is good. Well, there's so much space around Port, isn't there? This you know. It's, it's just, just amazing. Yeah. yeah, we've got we've got all this open seafront, all this promenade, which is you know obviously it's going to be improved over the years. Like you, like we've uh, we've said yeah. recently, we've posted on uh, on our socials that the pathway is open now between Old Portsmouth and and the Funfair. Yeah, which I've is not nice. been there. Yeah, I should, should do it soon. Yeah, I've seen some photos and people have been running there, and it's uh, it's, it's exciting. We we can run around the island again, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's just it's crazy that just a little bit of pavement or pathway gets us so excited. I mean, I, I was, <laughs> I was so, I was like a little, a child in a sweet shop, you know, like, Oh wow, it's open. Let's go. Let's go. Um, that's but it's, yeah. it's, all, it's all these little, uh, these little tiny pleasures in life that, uh, that yeah. give me joy. So that's great. I, I remember uh, there were, there, I wasn't uh, a few years back. They were going wharf. They were uh, promoting a new gym that opened there. You could, uh, you could exercise and you could uh, look over the sea. 
And so okay. well, you can just go to the prom. You don't have to go to the gym to do that. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> Amazing. So listen, um, just to, to kind of wrap up the the South Sea Striders uh, mm-hmm. just discussion quickly. Uh, any anyone you want to mention in South Sea Striders? Like, uh, have you got um, runners got like individual goals, targets that they're that they're aiming for? Um, I, th- I think we all like to to improve. Um, uh, I, I'd like to uh, mention Fiona Fiona Shaw. She's uh, she's one of the members, and um, she had um, um, a couple of really annoying injuries. She's, she she'd fallen over during during a run. Yes. She hurt her shoulder. Yep. And and because of that, she couldn't run. But when, when you when you hurt your shoulder, you can't do any exercise really. You can't oh, do yeah. any any uh, weightlifting, or you can't cycle. And and um, and she she's really been struggling with that. And uh, but now she's um, she's getting back with uh, sub twenty five park runs, and uh, she's smiling again. And uh, it's, it's 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 brilliant. And we were all really happy for her. So it's uh, I definitely want to give her a mention. Um, but but just anyone really in the in the group. We'll we'll um, there's. Um, uh, I mentioned Laura, uh, Laura Richardson. Yeah, yeah, friend no, who was Laura, one yeah. of the first uh, um, members of of, of Striders. Um, her sister Carrie joined us as well, and um, she. I think the last two weeks she knocked every week she knocked a minute of a parkrun time. So wow. It's, uh, and then um, Laura's cousin Ryan, he, he started off doing parkruns at uh, thirty minutes, and he's he's pushing to get under twenty-five minutes now. So we're all improving, and it's uh, it's fantastic to, to see how we love do it. that. Love it, Eric. Love it. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned Fiona actually, because you know, funny enough, I, I love how these these stories kind of collide when we're recording these episodes. But I got to run alongside Fiona at Park Run last weekend. Yeah, it was last she was weekend. saying she mentioned it. Yeah. Oh, did she really? Because I because <laughs> I, I, I came up beside her and I and I just I just looked at these most incredibly colourful pink hokers that she had on. <laughs> and and I, I commented on them. I was like, Fiona, those are the most stunning shoes ever. They're like, they they just the color is incredible. And she and she looked at me and said, she, you know, she was breathing quite hard. She was like, it's your fault that I'm wearing hokers. Like, <laughs> but she was, yeah. but she's she she loves them. She loves them to bits, which is good. Yeah, so it was, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I, but I, I I do remember kind of seeing on on social uh, somewhere that she she had um, had injuries, and she actually mentioned it that it was nice to be back running. So Fiona, well yeah. done. Keep going. Well done. Yeah, it's all, it's all going the um, right way. Yeah. And the <laughs> other thing I'd like to mention about Striders is uh, we're planning to go to uh, to Utrecht, my hometown in the Netherlands, in October, to do a 10k race. Really? Oh, so, that's yeah, we're brilliant. going to have a weekend away there, and there's a um, there's a park run in uh, near Utrecht as well. So we're going to I think we take the Eurostar on the Friday, come back on the Monday, and we do a park run on the Saturday and the 10k on the Sunday. And uh, have a weekend of of, of running, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a few beers, and um, I'm sure, yeah, and coffees, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's brilliant. Maybe so not coffee of... shops, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. It's kind of almost like a like a, I guess like a friends or running group kind of holiday, like as like is, some yeah, clubs yeah. do. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, really exciting. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm I'm very jealous, and um, I, I look forward to seeing those posts. You'll have to you'll have to let us you'll have to send us a message actually. And, and it, it, will be, it will be all over Facebook. Uh, don't <laughs> worry about that. Yeah, we might uh, I might do a, a repost uh, after this recording for our show yeah. later, so I might put it out on the podcast. That'd be great. Good. Yeah, Eric, we've got to, we, there's something we've got to discuss that we haven't brought up yet. Yeah, running tights. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, yeah. I, like, Okay, if you're listening and you don't know what I'm talking about, and if you're listening and you do know what I'm talking about, then you'll you'll know. Uh, yeah. Eric, you have 
you you wear do you always wear them is it was it just like is it are they winter tights they're, they're winter tights um and, so and colorful. I, I, yeah it's it's um i wanted to because i in winter I've, I've 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 if i find it nice to have something that that hugs my legs that hugs my uh my quads and my yep. hamstrings and uh, my bum and uh it, it just just feels very nice to run in um but I found black so boring or navy blue, so I was looking for um uh for something else. And um, um again during lockdown, I joined this uh, virtual running group, um, mm -hmm. uh, and it's for people with uh who use running to overcome mental health issues. And uh, um and and um and I've seen some uh, and, and a woman on that group was wearing the brightest leggings, and I said, well, where do you get those from? So um. Uh, and it's a it's a website a, a company called Flancy F L A N C I, okay. and um, and she said you get she gets the leggings from from there. So I had a look, and um, and I, I saw a couple of and they had a sale on as well. And the funny because I've I've got two pairs of leggings from there. One is uh, it's a navy blue with um, uh, buffalo prints on them, but, but from a distance they look more like croissants. <laughs> And and the other pair is uh, I don't even know if it's light blue with pink and purple and white. It's uh, it's almost like some sort of um, ice cream with uh, with strawberry sauce or something. It's a uh, um, amazing. And I um, and, and um, I think they they both them in the sale. And the deal that they had was um, you buy one item and you get another item in the same uh, size uh, for free. And okay. I, I wasn't brave enough to actually go for the pink one, although I did quite like that one. <laughs> so I went, I went, so I went for the buffalo one, and I got the pink one uh, as, as the, uh, the the bonus pair. So um, yeah, I've got. Um, oh my gosh! I I, I, I love running in them, and uh, yeah, they, they feel really nice. Well, you know, I was going to I was going to agree with you with what you said earlier. Like like shoes, and I find shoes and caps, running shoes and running caps, and yeah. and obviously the buffs and things you get. Yeah. They. There's some really nice designs you can get, you know, and obviously the shoe colors at the moment that the, the companies are bringing out are brilliant, especially yeah. like I say, I, I always I always talk about Hoka because I know Hoka. I know that yeah. their, their color range on their shoes is phenomenal. But yeah. when it comes to tops and bottoms, you're right. Like the general blacks that you get, like most of my clothes, are, uh, my running clothes are uh, black. Of A few race T-shirts are quite colorful, you know, yeah. like Rob yeah. Pigger does some, some colorful stuff. But yeah, I've just gone to this website, Flancy, while you've been talking about it. And oh, my God, like. There are so many good, like colorful leggings, and they even do tartan ones as well. Yeah, yeah, they do with skulls and with uh, lo lo lots of uh, lots of different themes, and uh, they're fantastic. Uh, Actually, I was, uh, I was talking to a colleague about it today, and we had, had a look at the website. So, I, I want to get a new pair, I want another pair, so I, I might right. treat myself. Yeah, Eric, let me know what you buy because, um, <laughs> let's just make sure we don't get the same ones. <laughs> okay yeah because <laughs> there's there's actually yeah. like a like a men's leggings like daffodilly have you seen the daffodil one yeah 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 wow yeah. it's amazing and they've got they've yeah. got a, there's like a shorts version as well so they do like a yeah they, i think they've got like shorts and a and even like a men's they do men's are these men's skorts do you know the skirt like the short dress yeah i've i've, I've seen them I've, I've, um the, what i have seen is like um i, I think um shorts for building leggings or something but um, yes. I've not seen scores, but yeah, yes, yes, yeah, shorts are built in leggings. 
Amazing. Well, I'm going to be shopping, Eric. Thank you very much for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've com now yeah. completely lost my place where we, where wherever we are. But no, that's that's a. I think I think you're going to get a lot of people visiting that website. So I hope you're on commission. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll claim someone definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So I guess it, it's easy to recognize you when you're coming when you know when you're running off like from the yeah. distance and stuff. It's uh it's uh it's good to have anyway it's, it's uh, we were talking about the other day again with with, with stride because a lot of people have got their own sort of way of running oh yeah i mean yeah. uh we recognize you from from afar because you always got your your cap back to front and you you run really lightly so you're, you're quite recognizable but um okay. but like when uh when when we are waiting for people to arrive on a wednesday morning we we can see so from the shape of for the way people run that who, who they are it's interesting that isn't it it's like visually it's almost like a you know, when you can't see a person's face in the distance, but you can see some movement, it's almost like a signature in the air. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting that I love that. But yeah, you're right, you can. Do you, do you ever do the thing as well where you you see a runner out when you're whether you're driving or or just walking on the pavement and you're you're yeah. trying to judge how fast they're running? Um, that's that, that's one. No, thing no, no. The, the what I do find if, if it's when I see somebody in front of me and uh, I see I'm trying to keep up with them or to overtake them or something, and then over uh, somebody overtakes me, trying to um, not not run two yards behind them, but um, within the lamppost or something, and see if you can stay within the lamppost from them. Uh, that, that's uh, the okay. I, yeah, I do that, but I, I never really try to to gauge somebody's pace. No, I mean I, I don't don't have a car so i can't really uh drive alongside somebody and uh see how fast they go well you can you can judge them while while on the ice cream truck having an ice cream <laughs> uh i, I think you, most people run faster than i can ride the ice cream bike. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant brilliant eric i wanted to ask you for um quickly as well like you well not quickly but something I, I wanted to discuss with you is um you've run a few marathons and yeah. i've kind of got that that because we you know we, we follow each other on facebook get that feeling that you've got this love hate but more hate relationship with the marathon so i, I was going to ask you like what's going on there because okay. i've seen you doing you've done some brilliantly but yeah. you you don't seem to come off kind of come off thinking i want to do another one it's 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 a really difficult distance and uh and, and the funny thing is because in in our running community we know so many people who do marathons so you you tend to sort of think yeah it can't be that difficult it's almost like you tend to sort of underestimate it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, um, I th but again, my my issue with with marathons and the training is, is as I mentioned earlier, is the um, is, is the nutrition and the hydration. Okay, and I was going to ask I, you about I, that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was because I was, was going to ask is is one of the reasons why why you have that struggle with it during the end phase is nutrition based. So, yeah, go yeah, on. I, th I think so. Yeah. Um, but what is um and, and yeah I, I did the um um I did I did the Costa Marathon last December and I mean my preparation this time wasn't uh wasn't perfect I mean it, it wasn't perfect in the run up anyway because we had such a mild uh, autumn and winter we still sort of in way into November we, we we had double digit temperatures and it was just too warm for me to run long distances yeah um and um and my my mom passed away early december as well so that sort of um definitely that, that didn't help in the, in the, yeah, in the preparation of the there's this bigger there's more important things but actually her, yeah. uh, her um her funeral was the wednesday before the before the race oh gosh but um yeah i was uh yeah but i still still went on to to do it but i um after about 19 20 miles i really started to struggle coming coming down the eastern road and um 
a bit of running, a bit of walking, and it became increasingly more walking and less running until I got to the um, uh, to the drink station by the Fed's house, and I was feeling so cold and miserable. I just wanted to cry and go home. And <laughs> um, but at the same time, I, I wanted to finish as well because yeah, the, the, the things I've been saying about my mum at the, uh, the, the at the funeral, I thought oh, that, that, I'd be really hypocritical if I just now pull out of a marathon because I'm, 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 I'm just feeling a bit a bit, a bit sorry for myself. So, um, um, but then I got to the, uh, to the drink station and, um, uh, and they gave me a, a Pepsi and they offered me a shot of Jack, Jack Daniels in it. Oh, and I got quite a generous that. helping of it. And, uh, <laughs> and I took it and, uh, I went to the muddy beach and I, couldn't, I started running again. I didn't stop until I got to the finish. Blimey. Is there something in there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure I've, it was I've Jack got, Daniels? <laughs> I've, I've got no idea. It, it uh. I was told it was Jack Daniels and then Pepsi or Diet Pepsi. Maybe even been Diet Pepsi. I don't know, but it's um wow. for some people it uh it, it just just goes straight down their feet. But for me, it just uh it hit the spot straight away, and I just it's, I I did not stop running, and they uh and I was I was fine after that. Well, fine is a big word, but as they uh yeah, I could continue it. Um, yeah. That sort of ten minute mile pace at the last uh, the end of the marathon, yeah. Yeah, it definitely sounds like you kind of got that injection of sugar just kind of maybe when you needed. I think or... so, and it, it, I think it goes straight into your bloodstream. So I think that, that that's probably what what did the job. I, I heard of other people who did the same, mm. and they uh and and they, they just their legs just filled up and they couldn't move after that. Yeah, but for me it's just quite the opposite. Yeah, yeah, but do you know what? Like you, you mentioned earlier, the passing of your of your mum. Like you should never underestimate going into a marathon when when there's non-exercise related maybe mental stuff going on because it all adds to the fatigue in the race like and you, and you don't you don't often realize that you know you've got stuff going on yeah. at work or or with family or, or at home or whatever it, yeah. it it really wears you down and you kind of go into those does, races yeah. sometimes thinking oh, yeah, i'm here for the day it's going to be great it's, it's a little bit of separation from what's going on in life but actually you carry that all with you in inside yeah. it can make it can make for a miserable day but you got through it you got through it and you did it so you yeah. are you doing another one um what i've decided is that um i'm i'm not going to enter one just yet but what i'm going to do is i'm going to start to enjoy longer runs again so if i do like um uh like in the summer i probably go around the harbor a few times and get a loop of uh farlington mice in there which probably is a bit 16 17 miles and if i can do that semi-comfortably and enjoy it then i'm not too far off a marathon rather than saying no i would do a marathon in so uh, to to yeah. build up the training i want to get to a level that i'm not too far off that and then uh if, if i can do that then i'll consider doing another marathon good um I'm... i heard today somebody mentioned um um one of our new striders uh, recruits amy she mentioned okay. there's a um uh there's a charity run early november it's it's um um it's for mental health or uh, army people soldiers um and i think there's uh it's either 75k or 36k or something and the uh 36k is is probably a distance uh i don't know i might i might do that if i okay. uh, if, if i get through the summer okay and i've done a couple of decent distances then uh i, I might do it and if i've done 36 you're only about a park and away from a marathon that's it yeah you're pretty much there so we'll see i mean if uh i, I just want to enjoy long distances first and uh before entering in a, an actual marathon I, I might do a different one as well because i've only done the coastal so far okay i've done the um i think i've done the marathon about four or five times uh and i've done the ultra once the 50k i did to, to mark my 50th birthday 
Yeah, did good one. All right on that one actually. I did I did that without without walking. So uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you, so you've so you've so you've nailed the nutrition on in in some of those marathons. Yeah. I, I had friends uh, along the course with uh, drinks that I mixed myself with bananas, and that that, that really helped. Yeah. Good. Because because I tell you what, like, you know, I I I do a lot, I like do a lot of long distance running myself, and I and I you know often in my training runs for, for my longer runs, I'm, if I'm running like twenty miles or beyond. It's incredible when you just pack a little bit of food and extra drink, how much different you feel at the end. It's it's yeah. all nutrition. Yeah. Like, like, like you know, when it comes down to to eating and drinking, if you don't get yeah. it right, you're gonna have a miserable finish. Yeah, all the yeah time. certainly. Yeah. Yeah. And I do it to myself over and over and over. Um yeah. sometimes I do it on purpose. Sometimes I want to feel a little bit of that fatigue. I'm yeah. a I don't know whether you're the same, but sometimes it's nice to to go into a long run knowing that for a couple of those runs that you were a bit hungry and you were a bit thirsty and yeah. I like to kind of have that familiar feeling like yeah. if it's going to happen in a long race for me I like to know that I felt that and and I know what it feels like and I'm familiar with it but uh, yeah. yeah otherwise it's just like when when I do half marathons I can I can do like run the distance in a training run and not take anything with me yeah um but if I race and you do it more intensity, then I definitely need the the jelly babies and the, and, and the drinks, etc. on the side. But if, if I just, just go on a relaxed run, then uh, I, I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm super pleased that you're, uh, you know, it's not over for the marathons for you because... No, it's uh, uh, unfinished one... business. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. it's just like one, one of those posts I saw, I thought, oh, Eric's, don't give up the marathons, man. Keep going, keep going, <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Eric, we, we've been, I, I could chat to you for ages because this yes. has been such a lovely conversation, but uh, I know you kind of will probably want some of your evening back and stuff. And uh, I thought maybe just to finish off with, we could um, find out like where you are on your, on your social media platforms and stuff. Obviously, we've mentioned Facebook and yeah. you've got your Instagram uh, page as well that you post to, yeah? I uh, my Instagram account is called I love to run beside the seaside. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> love that. And that's just um, when I did my first great style run, they um, I got, got free t-shirts because um, I think they were handing them out at Alexandra Sports, and it said at the back I love to run beside the seaside. There's a Nike t-shirt with uh, I think a picture of Portsmouth or the uh, or the skyline or something. Um, uh, yeah, so that, that's where I got the name from. I love to run beside the seaside. Love it, brilliant. And uh, and obviously you're on Strava as well, so people can find you, yeah. Eric de Grief, as yeah. it's as it's spelt and uh, and pronounced properly. <laughs> yeah. On, uh, yeah, 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 on the podcast, so people can find you yeah. on there as well. And um, Eric, because you've listened to the show before, you know that I always like to finish with a couple of quick fire questions called yeah. uh, our recovery run questions. Mm -hmm. So, uh, in true fashion, here we go. Yeah. What shoes are you currently running in? Um, on uh, Cloud Flyer, I think they're called. Yeah, are those um, the ones that pick up stones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope there are no like on people listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they um, the stone um, it, it, it's 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 uh, it's, it's not too bad now. Um, but yeah, there's certain areas where I've got um, um, a sort of uh, trail or hybrid trail road, uh version of them as well which uh doesn't pick up stones ah okay, so, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. So they got the non the non-stone stone grabby ones cool yeah. uh distance you measure in miles or kilometers kilometers ah oh, come on Eric. continental come continental. on yeah. <laughs> did you know that um um uh, we all like our uh, nerdy stuff our, our runners um uh that um the fibonacci series is is like um uh 
converts uh, miles into kilometers and kilometers into miles. Does So it you really? know your one and one, and then uh, so Fibonacci sequence is the number is the total of the two previous ones. So you got one, one, two, and the next one, two plus one is three. Uh, three plus two is five. Five plus three is eight. Um, so from five uh, to eight, so five miles is eight kilometers. Eight Yeah. miles at five is thirteen. So eight eight miles is approximately thirteen kilometers. And that's sort of um, yeah. <laughs> That's very geeky. I can see a lot of listeners at the moment going, "What?" <laughs> grab, grab, grab a bit of pen and paper and and go and go and listen to that bit again, and you'll you'll you'll, you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. That's, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to chat with you about that on the weekend and and get that in more detail. Uh, favorite speed session. Favorite speed session. Um, I um, we did one with with Striders actually the other day, and that was uh, where you just don't have enough time to recover. So we do like a uh, two minutes at challenging pace. Uh, at for me it's a sub park run PB pace, the thirty seconds recovery, and then do that again um, for well, our sessions are twenty minutes, so that's. Uh, Eight times two and a half minutes, uh, and and I really enjoyed that, and everybody enjoyed it. We hated it at the time, um, especially when you get to sort of the uh, the second half of the, uh, the sets. But um, everybody said afterwards, so I would never do that on my own, and because we do as a group, uh, you do it, and then everybody felt that afterwards, and we we could see in our park runs, we uh, we could all feel that, um, yeah, we. I think it's it's about um, uh, yeah, extending the comfort zone. Nice. And Yeah, we that's certainly it. do that. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Love that. I, I might even incorporate that session into one of my next next couple of weeks. That sounds good. Short rest. Uh, if you could race anywhere in the world this weekend, money, travel and training wasn't an issue. Where would it be? Yeah. Oh, anywhere in the world. I have a I have a passion for Africa. Uh, I I'd love to do a, a race in Africa, and obviously with my um, um. Uh, with my physique and with my uh, uh, hydration problems, and I need to, I need some serious supervision and uh, some support. But um, I, I'd, I'd, I'd love to to run in the open uh, fields on uh, open land in uh, in Africa. I'd, I'd love Nice, to do that. nice. Yeah, yeah, Well, I hope one day that gets to uh, gets to become a reality for you. You just have yeah. to carry. You'd have to carry a water reservoir with you. Yeah, <laughs> probably <laughs> a camel alongside me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, Eric. Listen, what a pleasure. Honestly, like I, I would Yeah. love Uh, it's to. been an absolute honor. Thank you, Dan, for inviting Yeah, me. it's Loved it. You know, it. it's just so nice that we actually just got to kind of because we've we've obviously seen each other in in different scenarios. At Parkrun, we're always busy. at at junior parkrun we were always busy doing stuff so we didn't get to chat much so this has been like so nice to kind of find out a little bit more about your running and the group and and everything and and i wanted to give you the opportunity just you know spend another kind of 30 seconds to a minute just anything that you want to say about the running community down here in portsmouth and, and the south coast Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I find that um, it's it's just so friendly. Everybody's lovely. Um, everybody smiles, is supportive. Um, and and I mean, I, I like what I like about Salty Parkrun, for example, is the um, uh, it's an out and back course. You see everybody. It's it's the most social run that I, that, that I know. Salty Park run. If you wave to everybody, we uh, say hello to about hundred people, and, uh, and, and that, 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 that's brilliant. But just in general, the um, the, the events. I mean, uh, a bit a big shout out for Rob Piggott for 
um, making sure there's a, every month there's something to do here. I mean, he's, he's had to yep. give some of the uh, events to to Gosport now, but um, he's he's done so much for the um, uh, for for the running community in in South Sea, and and it, it's 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 great. It's it, it's um the running is free but it's not we all know how much the races are and uh, the trainers etc but um yeah, yeah. but it's it's um you, you can do it anywhere you can take your, your trainers anywhere and you can uh, run in the hills here on holiday or you can uh, anywhere but it's, it's it's just a lovely thing to do that's it that's it brilliant well couldn't say it better myself and uh, eric thanks again i really appreciate your time and i look forward to, to seeing you guys out soon if not at uh South Sea Striders when when we're going for a swim and you guys are finishing yep. a run or or whether it's at at park run over the weekend. So thank you again. I'll, I'll probably see you at least half a dozen times a week. So I'll uh, I'll see you soon then. Oh yeah, for sure. Eric, thanks again. Take okay. care. Look forward yeah. to seeing you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.